The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. Welcome to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. It's all about the water. Today we're going to have the Liebs. And we're going to be talking to them about Ioka Valley Farms. Yeah, you're you're talking talking H2O. We'll be uh we'll be talking a little later with the Liebs. I became a believer when it came down to their maple syrup. We'll be talking about water and maple syrup. And uh we'll even ask the question how much water do you have to boil off before you get one gallon? of syrup very important question so stay tuned for the second half of the show i am your super waterman ambassador for water we're here with and so it flows the only show for h2o super excited to be here with you today and uh bring you some lore and magic for h2o you know one of the things that i really find is that as we get deeper into this water path you get really into meeting really cool people people who have a water story to share and if you have a water story to share you could just uh splash us over at and so it flows at gmail.com a-n-d-s-o-i-t-f-l-o-w-s and so it flows at gmail.com if you have a water story to share some way Somehow, and if you're a dowser, if you swim with dolphins, if you are a hydrologist, if you're someone who's up to sharing that part of water, if you're if you're a musician and you have a new water tune, hit us up at and so it flows at gmail.com. I am your super waterman ambassador for water. Got some tune tunes coming your way from deep beneath the H2O. This one is from our one and only Talking Heads.
moment of silence what would it be like if you were David Bowie and looking for water like that count the blessings that we have that we have the water that we got thank you David for reminding us how important that is and a great mic drop right there at the very end and then right before that we have take me to the river by the talking heads from their more songs about building and uh, that David Bowie piece was from the land of plenty. You're listening to And So It Flows. This is the only show for H2O. We're here at 89.7 WTBR. Pittsfield Community Radio is providing the waves, the airwaves, here in the Berkshires, bringing water to the forefront because, because we say so. And uh, excited today to uh, be talking a little bit about, some people call it really good sugar water. I call it maple syrup. And our friend, uh, the friends Bob and um, Missy Lieb, be sharing a little bit about that whole process of making some of nature's best stuff. Maple syrup out at the Ioka Valley Farm, one of the uh, emeralds on the necklace that surrounds Pittsfield. So uh, thank you very much, Ioka Valley, for doing what you do. Uh, They'll be on in about another 20 minutes, so stay tuned for that if you want some sweet stories about sweet syrup. And we got some news coming your way. Here's some water news. First, some... uh, it's a good one. This is from the Good News Network. And goes like this. A man claims he has cured his depression by taking daily dips in frigid water. 30-year-old, a 30-year-old from Wales was uh, suffering from severe depression, anxiety, and feelings of dread for years, uh, which led him to attempt ending taking his life. Mitchell Bach was then hospitalized by a crisis team and discharged after 13 hours. After he was discharged, Mitchell felt disappointed by the care he received and started looking into alternative mental health treatments. I was feeling hopeless, the young man from Wales recalled. Then in January, just weeks after his suicide attempt, Mitchell's mother, Melanie Aldridge, sent him an ice bath, a tub designed to retain cold water. And when I did it at first, he says, Mitchell, this is uh, Mitchell talking, I remember waking up without the usual feeling of dread. It was like going to bed with the flu and waking up completely cured. Ice water therapy. That's from the Good News Network. Thank you, Good News Network. Uh, we got another bit of water news coming your way. And this is from the New York Times. Robert F. Kennedy to challenge Biden for the White House. And here's my editorial on that. He's the only presidential candidate who founded Waterkeeper which founded Riverkeeper. Food for thought. You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio. I am your super waterman, ambassador for water. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, We got some more water music coming your way. And this is from our friend Marvin Gaye. Uh, and it's all about sexual healing. Also a water song. Put that one on your list. 
si algún día te vas de casa Yo te llevo a la NASA eh, Pido un cohete y voy directo por ti Y si no estoy y algo te pasa Recuerda que toda la vida cambia Y no importa lo que pase Te prometo no faltarte Me siento grande por ti Y aunque lo intentara no podría sin ti Toda mi felicidad es gracias a ti Y si yo me muero volvería por ti Me siento grande por ti Y aunque lo intentara no podría sin ti Toda mi felicidad es gracias a ti Y si yo me muero volvería por ti Por ti Se quedan cortas las palabras realmente Y a Dios le doy gracias porque estás aquí presente Quiero que sepas que te amo eternamente Que cuando digas y lo digas para siempre A tu lado todo no es perfecto pero sí mejor Y cada detalle tuyo es mejor que el anterior Aquella canción y cuando decoras con rosas mi habitación Vamos a enseñarle al mundo lo que es amor Tú y yo podemos juntos hey, Porque amo todas las locuras de tu mente Y así me encanta presumirte ante la gente Me siento grande por ti Y aunque lo intentara no podría sin ti Toda mi felicidad es gracias a ti Y si yo me muero volvería por ti Me siento grande por ti Y aunque lo intentara no podría sin ti Toda mi felicidad es gracias a ti Y si yo me muero volvería por ti You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. I am your super waterman, ambassador for water. We're here at 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, the center of the water conversations and the cultural conversations for H2O. To find the connection points within ourselves and within our lives. Where is that water in our life? Where is it in our music? Where is it in our discourse where's it in our consciousness that's what this show is all about and thanks for tuning in if this is your first time welcome into the water splash all you want who was that who just sang that song just before who was that that was carol g that was in spanish by the way that's her song, The Ocean, probably one of the most up-and-coming stars in the world of Latin popular music, Carol, Carol G with a K, K-A-R-O-L-G. Thanks for that piece of Oceana, Gracia por Usted, for that great, great music. I appreciate it, and I'm going to shout out to you, Carol online get back to you later uh moon river before that that was audrey hepburn from the moon river album uh and before that we had sexual healing by uh, marvin gay and you may ask yourself you may ask yourself what about that sexual healing how could that possibly be a water song well my little water lovers let me tell you a little bit about that. Uh, in that song were the following lines. Baby, I got sick this morning. A sea was storming inside me. Baby, I think I'm capsizing. The waves are rising and rising. So Marvin, thanks for the shout out to water and other wet stuff that happens during sexual healing. Appreciate that. You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. In a couple of minutes, we're going to be bringing on 
our friends, uh, the Liebs from Ioka Valley Farms. So stay tuned in about three, four minutes. They'll be on sharing about water, sharing about that. But another little hat tip to another great water lover in the Northeast. Uh, this is from Stephen King. Thank you, Stephen, even though you're in Maine most of the time. Come on down to the Berkshires next time. Stop on in and talk about water and your writing. Writing is magic. As much the water of life as any other creative art, water is free. So drink. Drink and be filled up. Stephen King. And uh, you're listening. Two Inch So It Flows. Your only show for H two O. You're listening here at eighty nine point seven WTBRFM Pittsfield Community Radio. You could also uh, listen on podcast at Apple or Amazon and Google and Stitcher and probably everywhere else uh, that you get your podcast from. So look for that. And then in the meantime. When you're loving your H2O, remember, love your water tower towns right here in your Northeast. And for this, I give a shout out to Peru and I give a shout out to Hinsdale and parts of East, or is it South Dalton? Really South, far South. You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O, where we bring abundance to the H2O media scene, media for the other 75%. Yeah, you got that. 75% of the earth that doesn't have its own radio show. Well, 
now that's shifted and we are available for the water media space yes that was water tower town you listened to scotty mccreary clear as day and that was a shout out to our water tower towns surrounding pittsfield so love that and then in the meantime we got some really cool stuff happening soon our friends over at uh this is actually our friends over at ioka valley farms they're about to walk into the studio or me walk out there so you'll get that in a couple of seconds but we have this poem Thanks to Poetry Foundation, Mary Oliver created this one, The Waterfall. For all they said, I could not see the waterfall until I came and saw the water falling. Its lace legs and its womanly arms shooting down like something howled like thunder over the rocks. All day, all night, unspooling, like ribbons made of snow or God's white hair at any distance. It fell without a break or a seam, and slowly a simple preponderance, a fall of flowers, and truly it seemed, surprised by the unexpected kindness of the air and light-hearted to be, Flying at last, gravity is a fact everybody knows about it, and it is always underfoot, like a summons, gavel-backed and mossy, in every beetle basin and imagination. That was The Waterfall. You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. I am your super waterman, ambassador for water, Leslie Gabriel psyched to be here we got our friends here from ioka valley so thank you thank you and thank you once again so here we are uh at ioka valley farm and i'm sitting here with missy lieb and bob lieb yeah and uh just just tell us a little bit about your farm and you know who you are. Okay, so Missy Lee, um, I married into Ioka Valley Farm. I joined in with the third generation. Um, we have two children, a 24-year-old son named Josh and a 20-year-old daughter named Martha. And we are being joined right now during our maple season, which is a crop and harvest that we started back in 1992. And I'm here with my husband, Rob. So, so sugaring is something we've done, like Missy said, since 92. Um, we're actually the first generation of sugaring, but we are the third generation here on this farm. And our kids hopefully will become the fourth generation to continue it on. But sugaring has become a pretty big part of this business. Um, we have just over 18,000 taps out. and. We produce somewhere between eight and 9,000 gallons of syrup a year, so it's a pretty important crop, and it's it kind of makes winter come a little shorter because it makes spring come early. Yeah, so. yeah, so folks think of maple syrup as sweet, sugary, but, uh, you know, there there's a lot of water use, or a lot of intensive water uh, interaction with maple syrup, so... Well, the sap, the sap from the trees is actually very low sugar content, but to make it into syrup, we have to boil it off or concentrate that sugars to turn it into syrup. So, it's, so some ways to save energy, we use reverse osmosis, which takes a lot of the water out of the, the sap by through pushing it through a tight membrane that the sugar can't pass through, and the pure water does. So then, then that saves us time and energy with, with the boiling part so we don't have to boil quite as much to wow. evaporate the water the rest of the way to syrup. Yeah, so how many, for let's say sap, is, is what percentage water? About 98% water. No, 98% water. So if, if you sent 40 gallons of sap to someone and you decided they wanted to make maple syrup at home, 
that'd be a long time coming. Yes, yeah. it would. <laughs> yeah, a lot of energy, very energy intensive. Yeah. So, so how the reverse osmosis? That's kind of cool. How how much water does that take out? Pretty close to seventy five percent of the water comes out through that one. Wow. And it's going to be really clean. You could yeah, it's purified water, it. so you know a lot of it goes back under the ground, but. We use quite a bit of it to wash to, well, we use it to wash the equipment back through the reverse osmosis, wash the pans and, and all the, everything in the sugar house. So, so it's completely reused? Yep. As much as we can, yeah. 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 Wow. Because yeah. it so. even will clean and flush out the reverse osmosis as a backwash. Uh -huh. And that really um, is a very effective way of cleaning it naturally. Yeah. 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 So how did you guys meet? You know, yeah. how'd you meet? In high school. In high school at <laughs> the wow. end of the year. <laughs> We're not really high school sweethearts because we started dating at the very end, but we got introduced to each other at the end of high school and have been together ever since. Is that like a Hancock story? Is that like a fable for Hancock Mass? <laughs> no. no. No, no. actually she's from Lanesboro. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But we met up at Mount Greylock High School together. So that's that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. So, so they didn't move far. <laughs> do you, uh, or have you ever brought people out to learn about the process other than of these community pancake things? Well, we do have other people that come because we also sell maple equipment. So, you know, they come and they may have questions or want to know, learn how to do things. I mean... I have taken people out in the woods and show them how we set things up. Not that I necessarily do it all right, but you know the way I do it, I guess. And they can go from there and do it their own way. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, we do so. do occasional school groups and bus tours. Um, we have a class from Berkshire Community College that comes over every year, and it's a very science-focused tour when we bring them over. So we do start at the tree and talk about the stage of the tree, the health of the tree, the layers of the tree, and work our way through the season and the sap collection and the processing. So um, we do different levels of tours depending on who our audience is. That's really great. Do the students, when they come, do they have an opportunity to perhaps work on the equipment or, or participate in making their own maple syrup? No, not necessarily, but, you know, they get to see the whole process, and if sap is running, then, then they get to see how it actually comes out of the tree and what's going on, whole, but not necessarily work with the equipment, per se. What about what about the health of maple syrup? Is there is there, like, a health benefit that you're aware of when people are using maple syrup? They've done a lot of research, and they say there's lots of health benefits to choose maple syrup as your sweetener. It's a single ingredient food. Um, there's lots of natural min minerals, riboflavin, manganese already present in it. So it's a very concentrated, um, dense sweetener in comparison to other sweeteners. Right. So yes. And it's not really that much of a processed product. It's just sap boiled off. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. There's really no processing. The only other thing that I could think of, two other things that have that level of boiling to food is uh, sauerkraut and then cabbage, which is cabbage. Yeah, uh, cabbage so is sauerkraut. Boil that cabbage <laughs> down. Yeah. 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 Yes. So that's boil your maple syrup down. Right, yeah. What, do you, what about the ability to farm in, or the ability to be in the world of food? Creating it, processing, making it, connecting to actual natural phenomena. Are we, you seeing any uh, any ways that you know you, you could be helped in that way, or is there anything that let's say agencies or associations can do to make farming or make make agriculture easier for people to get involved in? Buy local. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. number one. Buy local. Know your farmers that are in your local area. Know Buy from them. Yeah. Know your food. Know, know where your food is coming from. And being in Berkshire County, we do have a fairly strong buy local movement here and support system. So we feel very 
lucky to be in Berkshire County um, in comparison to other places because there are a lot of people who do want to know where their food is. They support the farmers markets. They go directly to the farmer and buy. We also have a, a maple association that's strong and active and participating and encourages us to bring questions to them and ask for support. Uh, I think Farm Bureau is another great resource for farmers to be connected with. They lobby for us at the state legislation level and will go and speak for the farmers and, and help represent us. We have Ag Day coming up at the State House on April 12th. That's a great place for farmers and groups of agriculture to bring their concerns directly to the State House. Um, and we do have a lot of resources between Berkshire Grown, Berkshire Ag Adventures, our MDAR, which is the Massachusetts Department of Ag Resources, lots of grants, even loan opportunities if you can't do grants. There, are, there is a lot of support out there. You just have to look for it. You have to know where to go to ask for it. Um, we feel we do seek out a lot of educational pieces, not only for the maple syrup, but for the Christmas trees, the pumpkins, and all the farming activities we do. We seek out the trade association and go to their meetings and attend and try to learn from the other growers and their representatives from either the universities that support each commodity that we do. So, so we try to stay educated. What about this movement towards, uh, there's a big movement in, in, in the world of food to have uh, ultra-processing removing a lot of the nutrial, nutritional value of the food. Is that a threat? Is that something that you want to even speak to at all or, or anything about that? Well, I think always raw ingredients are the best. You know, get it right from the source. But, uh, you know, I'm not really versed on that a whole lot. But I think, you know, as much as we can buy directly from the farms, the better and the less manufacturing of anything, the better, so. Yeah. And I know. know there's a balance of trying to feed the masses is in that underlying struggle of, of the food right. system, um, but always being aware of what your choices are and being knowledgeable about it. I mean, there, there's a place for science. There is a place to do that. We learn from everything that's going on and we just need to pick and choose what makes sense for each of us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like an appropriate technology. Right, like yes. yeah, you know, there's you, a place for it. We need technology to keep moving forward too. So yeah, yeah, we can't just put our head in the sand and ignore it. Exactly. Yeah, there's yeah. value. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. value. Yeah. yeah, you don't learn unless you try, but you need to pay attention to the consequences and learn from those consequences. Uh -huh. yeah. Now, you're out here in Hancock, uh, and we've had like this last bit of four feet of snow or or less in the last few weeks how how do you how do you collect water do you have like water sources right on the property so uh, we do have our own well okay that we used for the water source so and it's been a pretty protected area for us so but yeah we rely on natural rainfall and water coming through that's great so, infiltration uh-huh and with with your use of water are there any benchmarks you, you like to use or like especially when you're using the maple syrup uh, or you're you're boiling it off what are some of the ways you, you had mentioned you clean off some of the yep we use it for cleaning the equipment cleaning the reverse osmosis um, that's probably the biggest things we do with it uh-huh how about any, uh, and you have, you have some, uh, I saw a couple of llamas, a, a couple of goats. Are they llamas or alpacas? Alpacas. Alpacas, I'm <laughs> glad. <laughs> no one spit at me. No, That's no, a good day. They yeah. don't. They will at each other before they will at you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But, um, so they, 
again, they do have the same drinking water available that we use to from the well. We do have a pond that's available for irrigation if needed that is rarely used here. About every 10 years, like this last summer, there would be a call to do some irrigation, but most of our crops are planted in an area that can survive a little drier or even a little wetter. We're pretty fortunate right here in the Northeast that we get adequate rain. So we're, we, get, we are in the best part of this country. Yeah. <laughs> don't tell anybody. Yeah, don't tell anybody. <laughs> we like yeah. our little valley yeah. over on the side. And well, not just this valley, but the whole Northeast is a, is a very abundant area. Yeah. That I think it's overlooked a lot of times. I used to live in Hillsdale, and I had an e-commerce company. And when I started the company, I was like, should I be a farmer, a contractor, or something else? I chose something else that was in 2004. What I really loved about being in Hillsdale was got to see all different areas of what I call the bioregion, which includes Hancock, includes the Green Mountains, includes uh, you know Pioneer Valley, all the way to the Hudson Valley, down about 50 miles north of New York City, or more or less. And what do you think? we can do to work more on a bioregional level you had mentioned something about know your food know what grows but are there things that you say that you find in vermont that could do well here oh definitely i mean we're the same terrain really so it's kind of all the same in the northeast here i think there's a lot of things that you know, I wouldn't say just Vermont because Vermont has a lot of dairy farms, but you know, we used to have a lot of dairy farms here, but it's it's getting forced out as more and more people keep moving in and there's not room for agriculture. Yeah. So, you know, people move in and say, well, we don't want to smell a dairy farm, and then the next generation sees, goes and does something else. So it's kind of hard to, to stay in farming when you're when there's other opportunities that are a lot easier work and for a whole lot more money. Yeah, there's something about you know, poop trucks. Yeah. You know, you gotta love it. It's so. a lifestyle. It's, it's a lifestyle. lifestyle. And you gotta, yeah. you gotta want to so, be a part of that lifestyle. Yeah. If you want to move here? You better be prepared for the smells that come with it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. So, so again, uh, for those of you tuning in, you're listening to "And So It Flows," the only show for H2O. I'm Leslie Gabriel, your Super Water Man, Ambassador for Water. Here at 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio. Here with Bob and Missy uh, Lieb from Ioka Valley Farm. Is there, like, for folks, two two other things. One, first, how can people find your branded maple syrup? Where can they find it? Right here at Ioka Valley right Farm. Right here at, the, <laughs> at our location here. Um, 3475 Route 43 in Hancock, Mass. Okay, great. Or com. Yeah, you can schedule a farm pickup on the website. Um, we are at Wild Oats Co op in Williamstown. We are at our little store right here at the store at Jiminy Peak here at the ski area. And a lot of our local restaurants in Berkshire County support us and local farmers, and you'll find our maple syrup trickled throughout Berkshire County. Nice. Yeah. It's a good trickle. It's a good yeah, trickle. Yeah, and it yeah. all comes from water. And again, thanks for joining me today, and uh, thanks for sharing your story about water uh, and maple syrup. Thank uh, you for coming with our water-loving listeners. Yes, thank you. Any right. questions? Let us know. Okay, thanks <laughs> thank so much. You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. I am your super waterman. A hat tip out to our uh, friends, the Liebs. Uh, they are amazing. They make some incredible maple syrup at Ioka Valley Farm. So thanks so much again for speaking with me. Appreciate it. Here at 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pitchfield Community Radio, and all things H2O. Thanks for lending us your waves there, 89.7. Airwaves, that is. Got some more tunes coming your way. 
A couple things I want to excite you guys about coming up in the next couple of weeks. This coming week, uh, next week, I'll be talking with James McGrath, Park Open Space and Natural Resource Program Manager, and Allison Egan, Principal Planner for Public Health and Disaster Preparedness from the Berkshire Regional Planning. We'll be talking about trees. Arbor Day's coming up, and they both have something to do with that. So some ardor for arbor. You gotta love those trees. Uh, we got some uh, other things coming up too. In a few weeks, I'm gonna have on Gidon Bromberg. Gidon is an amazing man uh, based in Israel who works with Jordanians and Palestinians to bring ecological cooperation and some peace uh, promotion through water. So stay tuned for him. He's got this new blue-green agenda for, for peace and cooperation. So we'll be talking a little bit about that. Uh, really excited to have all the opportunity to walk the path of water. Let's see what's up in the world of music. Here's a really great song. We're going to end this for the songs. This is a water blessing song. And this is from Nalene Blossom. <laughs> No daiwa, no mio, canarinata uchu no mugen, no chikara ka koricote makoto, no daiwa, no mio, canarinata uchu no mugen, no chikara ka koricote makoto, no daiwa.
cuita sagrada Gracias a cuita sagrada Thank you sacred waters Thank you sacred waters Gracias a cuita sagrada tuning in and so it flows your only show for h2o be back next week when we have some ardor for arbor arbor day coming up soon